Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast. Today, we are wrapping up a week talking about athletic performance, what you need to do to improve it. And today's show is all about how we keep things simple to get far superior results than what other people are doing with crazy levels of complexity. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. It's time to rock. If you're new to the tribe, Rich is behind the mix. My name's Rad Burmeister, and we are Unity Gym, experts at turning driven people into athletes. This episode is brought to you by the Unify Movement System, the only online program effectively balancing strength, flexibility, and fitness so you can unleash your inner athlete. Get daily coaching by us, plus our Epic Foundations prep program and revolutionary structural balance blueprint to create your ideal program and optimize your performance. As a valued listener, use the link in the description to get your first month free. Also, I'm very excited to announce that today we are launching an epic 72-hour flash sale for our flexibility masterclasses. You can get phase one, phase two, or phase three. You can choose which phase you want, or you can get all of them for a huge discount. Now, they're designed to be done progressively, so you want to work on phase one first for several months, if probably uh, 12 weeks is good, and then move on to phase two and eventually phase three, and you will unlock middle splits, side splits, back bridge, pikes, amazing shoulder flexibility. It's a really, really great program. Now, before we get started, Warm welcome if you're on the live stream in the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group. Leave a comment and we'll send you some love. Remember, anyone can join and interact. And lastly, shout out to our YouTube athletes catching the replay. Hit the like button to support the channel and subscribe if you like what you see. How are you, Richie? I'm good, Rad. Thank you. Yep. I did. I had. I had a pretty good training session today. You morning. did, didn't you? You got a PB on the old deadlifts. Yeah, it was nice. Feeling a bit sore, but feeling good from it. Feeling good. Yep, and it's uh, Friday here in Australia, TGIF. So uh, for all of you in the rest of the world that are still stuck in uh, on Thursday, um, we'll be enjoying our holiday soon, our weekend soon. <laughs> um, so today, today's episode, we're talking about simplicity, really, and uh, I want to. I want to really share the story of the evolution of the UMS, the Unify Movement System, to get it to the current state of simplicity to, uh, to really get superior results. And uh, if we go back only a few years, you know, I mean, the UMS is something that we created ourselves. And we created it um, really because we, we just we, we wanted to do something that we enjoyed doing. We wanted to bring together you know, everything that we had, but we wanted it to be in a system because we, um, you know, the idea of just writing randomized programs where you just think, okay, I'm going to do this and put this together this month. Um, it, it basically means that anybody that would ever join Unity Gym is going to have a very different experience from trainer to trainer. And we didn't want that. We wanted congruency. We wanted something that um, that once we'd systemized, we could teach other trainers to deliver it. And now it's something that we deliver online as well. So we, you know, we had to come up with a program. We had to come up with something that Yanni, Richard and I all agreed on because we're all the founders of Unity Gym. And that took a long time, didn't it, Richie? It took a while for us to all come to a point where we agreed on what it was. Yeah, we all have our own passions when it comes to, to training yep. and what the goals are and why we, what we should be teaching people. And um, we have to sort of find a middle ground. Um, and if I, so that I don't have to put words in your mouth, 
If you go back to when we started the UMS, the birth of the UMS, not where you are now, because I'd like to talk about how this may have changed for you. But four years ago or so, whenever it was that we with the birth of the UMS, I think it was maybe five years ago now. Um, what were your passions back then when it came to training? Getting stronger, building more muscle, yep. um, learning new skills. Um, but yeah, developing a very resilient and strong body. Yeah, that was that was the main was thing, was and you yep. and from my perspective, your the focus of your training was definitely around weightlifting using yep. using barbells and dumbbells. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, then it evolved to being more mobile, more flexible, because in order to do these skills that I wanted to attain in strength, I realized I needed to be more mobile and flexible. Press the handstand, one of them. Yep. Yeah, I mean, even a squat, right? Like, even if you want to get oh, good yeah, at a squat. Oh, yeah, you want to go right back then. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. definitely. I was like, a big wake up to me, like, to, to develop a squat like you and Yanni, I, I would have had to work on a lower range squat. Um, I didn't do any sort of squatting before I met you and Yanni. And, um, yeah, when you started training with us, I remember the first squat session you did with us, you were doing 40 kilos, weren't you? And yeah, Yanni, something like that. And Yanni and me were doing, like, 120 or 130, and you were doing 40 kilos. Yeah. Uh, it's you, quite... You gave me a good session didn't you yeah and you and that flogged you didn't it i remember you could barely walk after that Man, it was like because you, you you just weren't used to doing squats were no you no way yeah. I, was, I was just conditioned to all running in the army yeah yeah all yeah. running and yeah. endurance based and as soon as you got some load on my shoulders and i started doing full range squats holy crap yeah i remember it like i remember it it was that fitness first wasn't it it yeah. was hilarious the, the <laughs> fitness first is a second story building um and i had to walk down these stairs every time <laughs> after remember, the workout I and i had to hold on to the handrail on the oh, way so down. otherwise you know i'd probably collapse and roll down <laughs> yeah and uh and and what's your what are you squatting now you're doing like 140 for yeah, um, I did 140 the other day yeah for how many reps uh just a, a double yeah two, awesome two reps. yeah yeah so so that's a massive increase right to go from uh, 40 kilograms to 140 kilograms um but what's probably uh equally as impressive if you've ever seen any of richard's videos is is his technique his squat technique is beautiful but the um uh oh, here we go adam's saying a bit late for the u.s got to watch the, um got to be at the gym at 6 a.m tomorrow we'll watch this tomorrow morning awesome adam thanks for uh, tuning in brother and uh we'll see you soon so yeah you know for me um, you know, the birth of the UMS for me was that I, my passion was martial arts. It was all Kung Fu. I just, I did, I lived and breathed Kung Fu for the better part of uh, 13 years. So from the age of 17 until 30 when I joined the army and that's where we met. And, uh, and then when I got out of the army, uh, I got right back into Kung Fu. I didn't, you know, I wanted to resume my training and um, I'm sure you remember when we all trained, I used to do about two and a half hours a day of, of just Kung Fu training. It was, there was no strength training or weights or anything like that. But it became pretty clear pretty quickly that, you know, we now owned a business and we'd all invested a lot of money. And if I wasn't going to put my energy into something that contributed to the monetization of our business, meaning rather than just a place where I could train myself, which is how I viewed it at that time, um, then that was really going to, you know, hinder our growth. So I made the decision. I just had a look at what what trends were going on in the fitness industry and, and what tickled my interest. And I decided to put my efforts and energy into calisthenics. Um, I thought that was a pretty cool thing and something that I'd always wanted to learn. And 
from at least from my perspective, that was that was the birth of the UMS because that was when I remember Yanni started to for the first time he started to see what I was doing as something that we could add value to our gym with, add, add, you know, to our members, and and we got to work on, you know, just coming up with a blueprint for how we could teach a combination of strength and calisthenics and flexibility and. And yeah, that was uh, that was that was where it started from. But it certainly wasn't simple back when it started, was it? It was very, very complex and complicated. You remember that progressions chart that we had that had like twenty four levels to it? Yeah, <laughs> so many. Yeah, we had this progressions chart that we had printed on the wall, <coughs> and for all of the fundamental movements, meaning horizontal push, horizontal pull, vertical push, vertical pull, squat, deadlift planche lever like all the handstand all the different movements there, there was up to like 24 different progressions it was it was this massive beast of a thing and it was really my my brain dump of everything that yani you and i knew all the progressions you know so that we'd be able to refer to it but it became clear over time i was going to say pretty quickly but it wasn't pretty quickly it took us a little while to realize this but that complexity just confuses people. And when you confuse people, you do them a real disservice because you you disempower people. Yeah. You make people feel like, um, um, you know, they can't, they, they can't get anywhere with what you're showing them. Yeah, and especially um, if they've only got an hour to train it each day. Yeah. You throw too many things in that list of things to do, then get too overwhelmed by it. Yeah, I mean, I remember we had a couple of trainers working for us back then. And between you and the trainers that we had, even you guys got really confused and disheartened with it, right? Yeah. You guys were so, you were like, oh my God, there's just so much crap on here and how am I going to learn it all? How am I ever going to understand it? Um, and it's funny, I'm laughing now because I'm just remembering <clears throat> remembering back to it. And, and you know, if you think about even the, the workouts that we used to do, we um, I remember from my perspective because I was always... At that point, Yanni didn't have that much to do with the delivery of what we did out on the gym floor. It was really you and me. And because I'm the senior trainer, I was um, pretty much saying, this is how we're going to do it now and just bringing you along with it. And <clears throat> I, I just put so much into the program and not enough volume of everything. Do you remember back then we used to do, we used to only do three sets of the strength component of the workout. Do you remember yeah. that? Uh -huh. We used to do 15 minutes where they'd do an A1 and an A2. So if you were doing bench press and bent over row that day, mm -hmm. you, you only had 15 minutes to do three sets and you'd rest between your sets. And mm -hmm. But then we'd also do 10 minutes of handstands and then we'd do 10 minutes of locomotion and flow and, and then six minutes of core at the end and, and blah, 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 you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, yeah, that wasn't something that you really agreed with very much, was it? No, because <laughs> again, my passion was developing strength Yep. you know developing my body and, and building muscle and and uh, i did have other goals but um i could see over time that it wasn't going to deliver that for a lot of people um especially people that are more advanced yeah more um gym savvy and capable yeah um beginners get a great result out of you know those amount of reps and sets but when yep. you're an advanced person someone's been training for a couple of years at least um, you're going to need a lot more volume and um, practice at these simpler fundamental movements um, and that's ultimately when we had a big discussion about it um, all three of us and decided to change things yep yep yeah um, 
Kurt Dyer's just jumped on and said, "G'day from over the ditch." Always, uh, um, I think you're, uh, you've said, oh, "I always the discussion, guys." I'm, I'm hoping you meant always like the discussion or always dig the discussion. Off to the gym as soon as the podcast is finished. Thanks for the inspiration. Thank you for the love, Kurt. Thanks for tuning in, brother, and thanks for um, giving us some positive encouragement. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's that. I mean, that was the biggest thing, right? It was. We, we ended up having these conversations and it was this this is where Yanni definitely stepped in. This is where Yanni stepped in and started saying, well, do you guys do this program? Do you train this way? And we both said, no, we don't. And then he said, well, why are we making other people do it then? If, if this is not how we train and what we believe is, to, is best, why are we getting other people to do it? And it was a really, really hard thing for me because I was looking at, I was looking at what other gyms were doing and I wanted to be better than other gyms. I had a real goal and I believe that we are far better than other gyms now and I'll tell you why in a minute for everybody that thinks I'm cocky. But I used to look at what other gyms did and think, well, we need to do stuff like that as well because otherwise people are going to go there. You know, We need to include that in our program. Um, and I think this is where, because we've been here ourselves, this is where so many gym owners are getting it wrong. When you're training people for an hour a day, you, you, you cannot throw the science out the window. You can't throw rhyme and reason out the window. And I went back to the drawing board where I reread the texts and the writings on the wall. The, the research has been out for a long, many, many, many decades um, that is largely unchanged about the, what's considered the minimum amount of volume, meaning the minimum amount of reps that you do on one muscle group in a workout in, or, in order to either increase strength, increase uh, hypertrophy, like build muscle, or increase endurance. They're, they're three very different goals, but there's a certain amount that you should do, and there's a certain amount that if you don't do enough of, that you're probably not gonna get the result. And we weren't hitting those numbers, were we, Richie? We were... No, we were barely scratching it. Yeah. And like I was saying, for more advanced people, then those numbers are slightly skewed towards being more and more. Yeah. So, yep. um, yeah. Yeah. And so what we did was we actually, to make our program better than other programs, we had to actually remove things. We had to take things out of it to allow for more of what we were doing. So an example is we dramatically reduced the warm-up. You remember our warm-up used to be um, 18 minutes and we and that was if you did it fast. And that's why it, it's now called the 18-minute stretching routine. We sell it as an online course and it's an amazing program. It's unlocked flexibility for tens of thousands of people around the world. But in a one-hour class, it was too much time spent on a warm-up. And now our warm-up takes exactly 10 minutes. And in 10 minutes, it, it's the most efficient warm-up I've ever seen. It's so efficient that in the gym, we actually do it by TV on the video. It's me on the video doing it so that it's done in exactly 10 minutes. There's no room for an instructor to get caught up in a conversation that causes the warm-up to take 12 or 13 minutes, which used to happen to us, remember? Sometimes the warm-up would blow out by three or four minutes because you'd get down the rabbit hole of answering someone's questions, you know? Yeah. So the warm-up takes 10 minutes, so that was, that was a dramatic change. And then what we did was we extended the time we used for strength training to 30 minutes and we broke it down into six five minute blocks. And the reason why we did that is because again, all of the research points that 
you know, and even it's not just the research. It's it's what we've found works when we've spoken to our peers as well. People like Australian strength coach, like five sets of five reps is like the standard for increasing strength and five sets of eight to 10 reps is like the standard for building muscle. Yep. Like you can, you can manipulate it in different ways, but that's like the minimum requirement and a nice simple way to do it. So if we do six times five rounds, that actually gives you one five minute round to warm up. And warming up is really important. You can't just finish your mobility warm up and then go straight into lifting weight. You've got to put the weight on the bar. You've got to go and get the right weight. You've got to set the squat rack up to the right height. You specific warm-up is very important, especially yeah. for like deadlifts, you know. Yep. Can't expect someone to achieve their max strength and um, a max weight without a proper, you know, incremental warm-up. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, absolutely. And and then what we do after we've, and then what we also did is we combined strength and flexibility. So we put strength, like for in, in each five-minute round, you do an upper body strength movement, then a lower body flexibility movement, then an upper body strength movement for opposing muscles, and then a lower body flexibility movement or vice versa, lower body strength, upper body flexibility. So that, but that talks more about efficiency, not simplicity, if we keep on this path of simplicity. But for that 30 minutes, you're literally only doing two strength movements, that's it. So once you set up in that first five minutes, this is one of the things that when people come in and say, so what's different about your gym? There's several things that are different, but one of the most unique things about Unity Gym is that when we have 10 squat racks and 10 benches for tw a class of 20 people. So even in a chock-a-block full class, you're sharing with one other person. And that in itself is very unique because to have five minutes to get through a set of squats and your buddy gets through a set of squats, that's time to really make sure you've got the right amount of weight on the barbell so, you know, set the barbell up for yourself every set. So even if your buddy's squatting 20, 30, 40% more or less than you, you can adjust that weight within that time. And it gives you time to suck yourself up and get a proper set done. It's not like it's a circuit where, you know, you're rushing from one station to the next. And by the time you get to the squat, you've just got to get it done because, you know, the buzz is going to go in a minute and, and you're going to miss your chance. So that level of simplicity actually allows our members to get the volume and intensity required to really achieve change in the body, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, we can talk about the circuit. Yeah, so yeah, because the circuit at the end, it, again, is very magical. And, we, and we've, we've come along, it's funny, you know, because we've been writing those circuits for, for about a year now. Like, our program's changed probably every six months for about six years because it was never at the state that it's at now where it's delivering such amazing results and our members love it. So we haven't changed it for over a year now, probably a year and a half. What I mean by that is we haven't changed the format of it. Every six weeks, the whole, the, the mesocycles change and the training variables change, that's called periodization. But the program split and the, these set in stone variables that I'm talking about. And when we do the circuit, what we do is we do four exercises and the reason why we do this purely is to add volume to the primary movements, to allow for cardio, to do core training, and also to do those conditioning exercises on the shoulders, hip, wrist, ankles that you don't get the opportunity to do in your big primary lifts. Yeah. Exercises that don't need a lot of rest time to perform. Yep. Um, so you can squeeze them together and, um, and hit multiple sort of aspects of your fitness. Yep, yep. And, and the way we do it is we do like, so if we keep talking about the upper body day, 
So on the upper body day for the circuit, there's always four exercises and it, and it follows this structure. There's always a core exercise. There's one core exercise so that we're doing core three times a week. There's always a push and a pull supplementary movement. So for example, a tricep extension and a bicep curl are examples of push and pull in the elbow joint. And they're movements that supplement bench pressing and bent over row or shoulder pressing and pull-ups, but they don't, and, and, and the muscles get trained during those movements, but they're not, it's not the same as when you isolate to the biceps and triceps. So, uh, and then we do one shoulder conditioning movement, something like a external rotation from the knee or a W wall slide or a trap three raise or something like that. And by doing that, by following that formula in one hour, it is beautiful level of simplicity, so much so that if you've been here for two or three months, people say, oh, I'm going away for a week or two. I'm just going to go to the, the gym in the you know hotel and do the workout. So you can do that because it's really, they're simple. They're easy to do, right? But, but amazing results. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really, um, the simplicity is really some of the, some of the secret source to the UMS. And if you haven't tried, if you think that more complex is better, then most of the time you're wrong. The, the, the thing with complexity is, and what I mean by complexity is, I mean, I mean by doing movements that within themselves are complex, like a squat thruster, um, you know, Olympic weightlifting, um, locomotion and flow movements, anything that requires a lot of brain power to do complexity. Um, or by making the workouts themselves complex where you're doing supersets, tri-sets, um, where you're doing, you know, eight or 10 different exercises in one workout rather than six. Um, these are things that have their place as you become more experienced. Like the more experienced you get, the more volume is required and the more complexity is required within the workout to get the same results you got when you were less experienced. But most people are not ready for that. And when I say most people, I mean, I'd say at least 90 or 95% of the people that walk through our doors, probably 95%, huh? Mm -hmm. Probably 95% of the people that come through our doors, the, the simplicity is what they need and it's what they get the best results from. Even people that are jacked, man, like people that come in that are fit people, they still need that simplicity yeah um and balance yeah that's right and balance like well, i see it all the time you know you've got someone that can bench press 100 kilos but when it comes to a pulling movement they can barely pull you know barely pull 20 30 kilos per arm and it's you're like man you gotta sort that out yeah yeah that's right okay so we're, we're at the end of our show now guys we're gonna have to wrap it up i hope you i hope you enjoyed that um, now, as I said before, you have an opportunity for the next 72 hours if you're listening live on the 16th of April 2021. We have our revolutionary uh, mobility, no, flexibility masterclasses on sale right now. You can get them at an amazing discounted price. You can choose either phase one, phase two, or phase three. Any of them you can get, or you can get all of them for a bundle price. They are unbelievable programs, balancing strength and flexibility, teaching modern flexibility methods like end range strength, um, loaded isometrics, loaded eccentrics, um, amazing stuff. It's unlocked phenomenal levels of flexibility in myself that I could never achieve before doing it. 
and uh, it's going to do the same for you. If you don't believe me, check out some of the reviews on the page. And if you want to get access to it, just go to our Facebook group, UMS Movement Mastermind. If you're not part of that group, you're going to want to join because that's where you find out about these amazing flash sales that we do here and there. And uh, everyone in our UMS online coaching group, we're going to see you in about two minutes for the wrap up of this week and our live uh, coaching. See you later, everyone. Have a good week. Health weekend. is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.